Welcome back, uh, and thank you for staying with us at, during that short break. Uh, we are uh, about ready to embark upon another half-hour discussion with Dr. J.B. Hickson uh, regarding uh, tyranny and how Christians should be responding to it uh, when they recognize it. Uh, we, we, in our first half-hour, J.B., we talked about uh, being able to recognize it, uh, and uh, you gave us a great example of how God is faithful to, to, uh, to keep us safe and uh, to guide us and direct us even in the worst of times, such as tyranny. And uh, thank you for that, that biblical example. Uh, but, you know, it, 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 as we were talking during the break, uh, there are some things that we, we need to make our listeners aware of, and I, I believe that you plan on doing that in this upcoming 30 minutes. There's some new developments that, that uh, are, are critical to being able to discern what's going to be happening in the next 90 days or so. Um, could you kind of fill us in on the details of, of some of these developments? Yeah, you bet. So, uh, again, just as a reminder, I'm going to be going into much greater detail tomorrow night in part four of what the world is going on. And that will be live streamed at 6 p.m. Mountain Time. And you can watch the live stream at our ministry website, which is notbyworks.org, and then click the live stream button. Uh, and by the way, all of our videos are recorded. So even if you can't live stream it, you can watch the video later that night or anytime after that. And there are some of our listeners out there who, rather than watch a video, prefer to listen to the audio only. And so all of uh, all three and soon to be four parts of what in the world is going on are available on any podcast provider. Just uh, on your favorite podcast app, just type in Not By Works Ministries and hit the subscribe or follow button. And then every time we post a new uh, uh, video, which is also in audio form, the audio will show up in your podcast feed, and you can listen to it while you're driving or working or multitasking. So, uh, but yeah, what we're going to talk about in this second half is just uh, some of the new developments that are happening. Uh, you know, they are doubling down. The Luciferians are doubling down on this tyranny uh, as more and more Americans push back. They are digging in even deeper and not relenting. And, uh, and so, you know, I'm reminded again of what we talked about in the first hour with uh, Isaac. Isaac did not, you know, bury his head in the sand and ignore the threats from Abimelech. He acknowledged them. He was aware of them. And he took them to the Lord. And he did the things that he needed to do to uh, survive that uh famine and those uh, attacks from Abimelech, and he kept digging wells. And uh, so at the end of this uh, second half here, I, I want to reserve a little time to kind of give some practical advice on what we can do and should be doing uh, to prepare. But uh, first, the bad news, uh, again, keeping this all in perspective with trusting God and recognizing that God is ultimately in charge we nevertheless need to be aware that they are ratcheting up the plans to, to make sure that everybody uh, in America and ultimately in the world uh, takes this experimental uh, genetic modifying bio-experimental injection. And so 
Uh, you know, we've seen several examples of that uh, in the news, you know, even just in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, Fauci was uh, in one of his press conferences, August the 8th, was out there saying, I expect there to be a flood of COVID vaccine mandates, especially after FDA approval. So, uh, and by the way, you know, again, as I've talked about last in my last What in the World is Going On a series, uh, it normally takes 15 to 20 years to get any vaccine approval. Uh, there has never been a vaccine approved for a SARS virus. We still have no vaccine for SARS-1 right. because the nature of the virus is such that you cannot vaccinate against it. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason that even this current so-called COVID vaccine, which is still an experimental uh, uh, vaccine or injection, uh, it doesn't really inoculate you against the virus, mm-hmm. I mean, in their own words. Right. If you get the vaccine, you can still get COVID, you can still transmit COVID, you still have to wear a mask, you still have to social distance, and you have to get multiple booster shots for the rest of your lives. You know, it, it's it's not a pandemic, it's an endemic. Yeah, they, they, they've been they've been telling folks now that even with the vaccination, you can be asymptomatic and still be shedding uh, genetic virus material, viral material to other people. Well, I can just jump in Absolutely. there for a moment. I heard a news a news person say two days ago uh, he called it a plandemic. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it was plandemic for sure. And, and by the way, if you uh, have not watched the two-part documentary series that came out last year, Plandemic, and then Plandemic Indoctrination. Mm-hmm. Uh, not indoctrination, but indoctor, like a medical doctrination. I highly recommend that because it exposes a lot of the, the background. And you know, David Martin is featured in that, and he's got a lot of smoking gun evidence about, about this. It's not a novel yeah. coronavirus that has been. There's nothing yeah. new about it. It's over 20 it's years old, yeah. 22 years old as you and I talked about. So, but, uh, but yes, it's definitely planned. But so given the fact that even if you get the vaccine, you can still get COVID, yeah. you can still transmit COVID, mm-hmm. you can still transmit it if you're asymptomatic, you still must wear a mask, you still must social distance, on and on and on. You have to ask, what's the point? <laughs> Especially yeah. when you consider the adverse effects and the people uh, that are dying. Now, I had somebody uh, email me and was critical of my uh, perspective on this, which again, uh, you know, I don't see how anybody could could not see it for what it is. But in any event, they were one of these that's been duped and blinded by the government narrative. And they said, well, you know, supposedly it makes the symptoms less severe when you do get COVID. Well, tell that to the tens of thousands of people who've died from getting the vaccine. Exactly. And, uh, or the half a million that have you know had all kinds of adverse reactions like miscarriages and all kinds of other heart problems and blood clotting. So you know you can just parrot back the answer, but that's the best they've got. Well, and I'll tell you, it it, it it hasn't gotten any, but this is what they've always used. Uh, if I could, JB, I'd like to share a little yes. bit of a, a personal experience. Uh, I'm a Desert Storm veteran, uh, and uh, when I was in country, uh, and we were preparing to uh, do what we, we had to do over there. Uh, we had, a, a our commander, uh, brought us together for a platoon meeting and, uh, said, we, we have an experimental anthrax vaccine, uh, available to you. 
if you'd like to take it. Now, we don't know what the side effects will be, but it, it is thought that it will lessen the severity of the symptoms should you be infected with the anthrax virus. You can take yes. this if you like. You don't have to. It's, it's voluntary. Uh, it, it's the same narrative. It's the same. And we don't know what it'll do, but it should lessen the symptoms or the severity uh, should you become yeah. infected. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, and thank you for your service, by the way. And, and sometime I'd like to talk offline about more about vaccines and the military, uh, because, of course, they just announced that, you know, the, the military must get you know, vaccinated, yeah. Uh, yeah. basically no later than mid-September or upon full uh, authorization of the vaccine by the FDA, whichever comes first, according to the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. <laughs> right. So, so uh, you know, watch for that. But but uh, but anyway, that, that's all they've got, Curtis, on this vaccine. The yeah. only possible yeah. upside, which is also a lie, because remember, everything they say is a lie. Yeah. The only admitted upside is that well it might make your symptoms not as severe <laughs> but tell that to you know the all the hundreds of thousands of people who got the vaccine and are suffering severe problems that's so, right that's right and, and all of this for a virus that has a global survival rate of 99.8 percent and for those who are healthy and have no comorbidities especially young people it's it's exponentially less than that so i mean you have a greater chance of getting hit by lightning twice in the same day than you do of dying from covid or even being hospitalized from covid if you're a young person so but yet they're insisting that all of these young people get the vaccine before they go back to college or before they go to school even if your parents don't want you to i mean think about this if you're a bible-believing Christian parent who does not believe you should be taking pre-born, dead, murdered babies and injecting parts of their bodies into your body. And so you say to your son or daughter, we're not going to get the vaccine. In some states now, and they're pushing for more, that young person underage can still go to a clinic and, and have a doctor sign off on it and against the parent's wishes, take this experimental bioinjection. Mm-hmm. And it's lunacy. Yeah. Isn't there a 14-year-old girl somewhere that got got this lawsuit or this this legal action started somewhere? I can't remember yeah. where. I, I think I remember reading something about it. Yeah, I'm going to show a clip from CNN where they interview her, and she's got a website, and she's out there just trying to to, to help all these peers of hers who who their parents won't let their mean parents won't let them take yeah. an experimental bio injection. And, uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's just, but it's all planned. I mean, she's obviously paid and played. She's a part of the narrative. I, I so think, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Everything Fox News, CNN, it's all scripted. It's all pushing, uh, and, uh, agenda, but, uh, but yeah, we just see this coming and, and it begs the question why, I mean, you know, if someone wants to wear a mask, even though we have hundred, hundred years of, uh, you know, over a hundred peer-reviewed scientific and medical journal articles saying that it makes no difference. And I'm going to show a picture Wednesday night in my presentation of a um, typical mask like you see everyone wearing uh, under a microscope uh, uh, magnified at 25 times. And it shows the size of the hole in the masks, 
course, it's not visible to the naked eye, but when you put it on a microscope, you can see it. And then relative to the size of the COVID virus, and it's 50 times larger. So I'm, I'm showing that because I want people to have that visual in their mind. Uh, so all these people that are wearing these masks dutifully simply because the government told you to, uh, I want you to picture that and realize how silly it is to think that that little flimsy mask yeah. is going to protect you. From the SARS virus. Yeah, I, I, I heard another analogy not too long ago that uh, using a mask to stop this virus is like using a chain link fence to keep out mosquitoes. Yeah, that's an excellent analogy. And it's, and it's a good word picture. But I think actually seeing the mask will kind of remind people of that. So if it's not keeping the virus out, <laughs> then, you know, all it's doing is restricting your oxygen level. Yeah. making it harder for you to breathe, rubbing graphene oxide up against you, which most of these masks are coated in graphene oxide, which is known to be uh, lethal. And it's ca causing skin irritation and skin problems and hypercardia, hypoxia, and so forth. It's, so, it's, causing, uh, it's causing fungal infections, too. Yes, yes, it is, yeah. So, uh, you know, again, if, if the whole point of masks originally, and, and again, they're hundreds of thousands of doctors worldwide that are on record saying this, uh, is if you're in an operating room and you've got a patient whose body is open and their insides are susceptible to spittle or some type of liquid, if the, if the doctor sneezed or a little bit of spit came out of his mouth while he was saying, scalpel, please, then, yeah, a mask is a good idea. You want to protect those patients and those uh, particularly precarious uh, situations. But for healthy people, to walk around outside or in their own car or like the CDC, I mean, the uh, NIH director uh, recently said, even in your own home, <laughs> you should wear masks 24-7. Uh, I mean, that's just, it's, I mean, it would, not, it would be funny if it weren't so serious. And the fact that so many people, especially Christians, have been deceived by this is, it's just almost hard to comprehend I it's, just, I, it's almost impossible to comprehend yeah so lots more coming down the pike you know with these vaccine mandates which is what concerns me and, and again i don't think they're going to ever strap you down uh and at gunpoint but they're going to make it so impossible for you to function for you to work go to the bank get on a plane cross state lines have medical care go to a grocery store that you really are basically um, uh, quarantined. And never before in the history of medicine have we quarantined healthy people. Never. Quarantine, by definition, if you look them up, are when someone gets sick and you don't want them to infect someone else, you quarantine them. Right. And uh, it, that are, most people are smart enough, or used to be smart enough anyway, uh, to have enough critical thinking skills to recognize this. If you, yeah. if you have a bad case of the flu, and you have, let's say, a, a, a young grandchild or a young child living in your home, you're probably going to stay locked up in your bedroom for a while till you get over it because you don't want to infect your children. Right, right, right. Yeah, or ship, the, or ship the kid to grandma and grandpa for a while. Yeah, yeah exactly, just to yeah. keep them separate. So you quarantine the sick people. Yeah. But we're actually creating, and there's you know congressional bills uh, and state-level bills that have talked about this, creating special... Uh, housing units to quarantine people who refuse to get vaccinated. That's and eventually right. it's going to be, okay, fine. You don't have to get the vaccination. 
but you're going to be locked up in this FEMA camp if you don't. That That's basically where it's headed. That's exactly um, where it's headed. Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco, like New York, becomes, uh, the, you know, the next uh, region to mandate proof of full COVID vaccine at indoor venues. Uh, California is the first state to order all teachers to get vaccinated oh, yeah. against COVID. Yeah. Um, I caught this on August 6th on CNN with Wolf Blitzer. This was uh, uh, Rochelle Walensky, the CDC director. By the way, the new CDC director, uh, the old one under Trump. But I showed this clip last time in my two weeks ago on my Wednesday series, What in the World's Going On. But the previous CDC director is on record before Congress saying that the mask is more effective than the vaccine. Oh, my so goodness. So really oh, you, you, everybody gets the vaccine. We just need to make sure everybody wears masks and they'll be safe. <laughs> so, but, of course, you know, the science changes daily. You're talking, so about, uh, you were talking about Robert Redfield, weren't you? Yes, Robert Redfield, exactly. Uh, I saw that clip. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I showed it a few times uh, in, in, in my series. But so Rochelle Walensky on August 6th was with Wolf Blitzer, and she absolutely admitted that the COVID-19 vaccines or experimental injections, as they really are, does not stop the vaccinated person from getting or transmitting the infection. Right. So here's the question that any critical thinking American should be asking. If a vaccinated and non-vaccinated person have the same capacity to carry, shed, and transmit the virus, with or without symptoms, by the way, then what difference does a vaccination passport or vaccination ID card make? What? In other words, they're turning some people away at the door saying, you're not vaccinated, you can't get in, you don't have your papers, show me your papers, right? Well, they've admitted that the people that are vaccinated have the same capacity <laughs> to carry, shed, and transmit the virus. That's right. So that, that right there is, again, the smoking gun that shows you it's not about protecting us from a virus. Mm -hmm. It's about making sure everyone takes this injection. That's right. Um, we see more and more articles uh, driving a wedge between the vaccinated and unvaccinated. Oh, yeah. Um, the had a story... Uh, uh, in August, just a couple weeks ago, uh, unvaccinated people need to bear the burden. Uh, you know, we need to not, not even, uh, um, you know, Don Lemon uh, was on CNN uh, saying that people who refuse to get the COVID-19 injection, he called it a vaccine, should not be allowed to eat. We should starve them into submission. That's right. We we I, I've heard people use the terminology. We should shun the unvaccinated. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's yeah. there's even a, there's even a politician running for, uh, I believe, a a state senate legislative seat in California that is out there actually saying that we should shoot the unvaccinated. Just off the charts, and that tells me that that something's coming. And by the way, Wednesday night I'm going to uh, after I kind of lay out some of the new developments, I'm going to give you the Luciferian timetable in their own words, and then I'm going to speculate, and I'll definitely clarify that it's my speculation as to what I think's coming next. So you don't want to miss that Wednesday night uh, at notbyworks.org. Uh, but you know, talking about shunning, I, I show I'm going to show a screenshot. 
of a, I think this one's actually in the UK, a mainstream news media report in London that says, uh, they're talking about how it's time to ditch your unvaccinated friends. Right. I saw, yeah. I saw that screenshot. Yes. I mean, they're out there. And then of course, so-called Christian leaders are out there like Franklin Graham and, uh, Beth Moore, uh, you know, talking about, uh, you know, uh, how the, you know, unvaccinated Christians are sinning and, you know, all of this yeah. stuff. So, but the good news, or, or, you know, there is a glimmer of positive things happening more and more all across the country, especially at the local school board level. Uh, now that uh, schools are opening up again this fall, uh, they're getting packed with, in some cases, thousands. I just heard uh, that this morning that it, uh, uh, one of the... Uh, uh, board meetings there were some 2,000 people signed up to speak for two minutes each but they only had 45 minutes so the vast majority of them didn't get to speak mm-hmm. but all across the country you're seeing this happening where parents for different reasons it's, it's not all because they have a biblical worldview uh, but they recognize the lunacy of making young children wear masks all day and they're you know trying to get these school boards to back down but they're not these school board people are just acting with impunity because uh, they think they're protected. And uh, but you know, think about the sociological implications of oh, you know, young second graders sitting in school or first graders trying to learn the alphabet while their teachers talking and, and learning how to pronounce words, and they can't even see their teacher's face. That's right. They can't see each other's expression. They can't see the smiles and the glimmers in their eyes. I mean, it, it is diabolical what's happening uh, to a whole generation of young people, all for a silly mandate. Uh, and I, I talked about Biderman's uh, uh, rules for uh, or method of getting people to you know to do what you want and, and to uh, you know, coercion, it's called. And this was a Chinese developed. Uh, concept and i've shown you the steps in that in, in a previous version i think it was version three or part three of what was going on and, and it correlates absolutely uh, down the line with exactly what's happening with this uh you know uh, pandemic so it's not about the the uh virus it's about control um and we see more and more uh uh, rhetoric out there. Uh, Francis Collins, who I mentioned earlier, the, the NIH director, is is out there again, claiming that unvaccinated Americans are sitting ducks, and that this virus is going to cause a world of hurt. But again, not a peep, not a peep about all of the people who are getting sick. And again, I get emails from people that'll say, "Well, my cousin got the vaccine, or I got the vaccine, and I didn't get sick." Well, good for you. Okay, that's. Give it six or eight months and then let's talk and see how you're feeling because you've been basically injected with an antigen that's floating throughout your bloodstream, attached, you know, attaching to ACE2 receptors and wherever it lands, whether it's in your brain, your heart, your you know, pancreas, other parts of the body, it's going to cause problems. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, some people have natural immunities that, you know, by God's grace, they'll be able to overcome it. Uh, many aren't, but it uh, doesn't change just because, you know, you've got an anecdote here or there doesn't change the fact that, again, by some accounts, 45,000 or more have already died from this vaccine. And certainly by the CDC's own admission, half a million have had serious adverse effects. Uh, 
you know, that doesn't change that fact. Right, right. Yeah, those, those numbers have been uh, grossly misrepresented and underreported also. Yeah, and, and that's right. So that, I'm just trying to, you know, keep it with their own official uh, numbers. We know from, uh, you know, non-government uh, experts and uh, reports and studies that have been done, independent studies, that it's, it's really, you know, much, much more serious than that. But, I mean, you know, back in the 70s when, when they did the slime flu uh, vaccine, and they stopped it after 53 deaths. Yeah. They said, oh, something's the matter here. We got 53 deaths. Well, the CDC's now said there's at least 13,000 deaths yeah. from this vaccine, and they're just still pushing it, not a peep. You don't yeah. hear a peep about it. Yeah, yeah. The, the the ad campaigns uh, are still going strong. You know, it's perfectly safe. Go out and get yeah. it. Have a free hamburger on us if you get your exactly. your vaccine. You know, I mean, yeah, they're now paying people to take people to get the vaccine. <laughs> they are. I mean, you can have a full time job just rounding up people and taking them to your nearest mall parking lot and driving them through the drive through injection. You can make quite a good living just You're bringing pro- people to get. Back. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and the government would probably pay them to do it. On August 13th, uh, the White House uh, issued a uh, statement uh, that basically says, you know, we're we're not considering more severe measures to force people to get the vaccine, such as requiring them for interstate travel or setting up checkpoints. Uh-huh. They said we're not considering this at this time. At this time, yeah. You know, that's uh, that's a very telling phrase. And I mentioned that uh, you know a representative from uh, New York, uh, Representative Richie Torres, has put forth HR forty nine eighty, which has been referred to the department to the uh, Committee on Homeland Security, uh, in which he is directing the Secretary of Homeland Security to ensure that any individual traveling on a flight that departs from or arrives to an airport in the United States or a territory of the United States is fully vaccinated. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to shut down air travel, shut down uh, you know, car travel. They're going to make it harder and harder. And if you want a glimpse of the future, look at what's going on over in Melbourne, Australia. Right oh, now. yeah. I mean, they are controlling yeah. the streets, demanding to see people's papers. Uh, you are being arrested if you're caught outdoors after 5 p.m. They're, cha- uh, they're chasing people. The police are actually chasing people down in city parks and forcefully vaccinating them. Yeah. Oh, no question. And, but, and they're using helicopters to patrol the streets. Yeah. But during the non-curfew uh, hours, if you're caught outside, they're demanding to see your vaccine passport, which they've already rolled out. If you don't have it, you're arrested on the spot. There's all kinds of videos showing that. Same thing in Canada, very similar, not quite as austere, but pretty similar. So, yeah, so uh, bottom line is, I know we're just about out of time here, but uh, I did want to mention that some practical things. Um, I think you need to remember uh, Proverbs 22.3, which is the wise man sees trouble coming and prepares for it. Right. So at a minimum, you need to take care of the core uh, survival, survivability issues, air, water, food. You can survive three minutes without air, three days without water, three months without food. So uh, you better, uh, you better have all three of those things available in case of a crisis, because 
it's my best guess that they're going to uh, put forth some type of major false flag event that will justify in the minds of, of many uh, deceived people another lockdown that will be far worse than the first one. Yeah. I don't think yeah. they're going to be able to do it simply through a so-called Delta variant or whatever. I think too many people are hit to what's been happening. Mm-hmm. But if they do some type of major event, which with the events going on in Afghanistan and the saber rattling with Russia and China, uh, that's not at all beyond the realm of possibility. Uh, I think it's coming. So think through what you need. Don't think about grocery stores. You know, those to think about what you have because you may be stuck with what you have within reach for a lengthy period of time. That could happen. It looks like it is come, coming coming to pass here pretty shortly. Uh, JB, we want to thank you for being with us again today and sharing uh, such critical information with us. And I would like to remind our listeners to uh, to be certain to tune in to uh, your Wednesday night meeting. Uh on what in the world is going on. Uh, I believe it's going to be part four. Uh, you, you will not want to miss this. This is critical information. Go to notbyworks.org and, uh, and you'll see some instructions there as to how you can live stream or record the event. It will be fantastic information, uh, something that will be useful to you, uh, and something really you, everybody definitely needs to know. So, uh, uh, I'm reminding our listeners to do that. And again, JB, thank you for being with us today. We hope we'll, we'll be able to, to uh, talk with you again next Tuesday. Uh, but until then, uh, this is the Christian Underground News Network signing off until this coming Saturday. Please be with us for our ongoing study in Galatians. Until then, may God bless and keep you.